0: I was oh wearing a white god. shirt. I had to walk all the way back to my cabin with puke yeah. just on my shirt. Oh 9 my a.m. in the morning. Oh. Yeah, it was bad. I'm
1: um, I'm we all have these yeah. stories, right, I, I'm trying yeah. to think of one. Yeah.
0: I shit my pants on a Porgeous cruise.
1: Plane. Come <laughs> on! <bro>. No <laughs> way. <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and I wasn't like a kid.
1: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I was like, I was
0: like a, not like a half grown <laughs> adult, like 14. <laughs> I mean,
2: man, Sometimes it <laughs> happens.
1: You know, to the best of us.
2: But we did
0: the penguin walk and it just wasn't enough time, Pete, you know, and then the timer went off and I just
2: shit the fuck out of myself.
0: Um, (laughs) It was bad, too, because I was, like, rooming with my mom. Guys, welcome back to the Millennial Mentality Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Agnelli, here with my co-host, Peter Price, yep. and our guest today, Caleb Dent. Yeah. So, um, I like to start off, guys, by thanking you for watching, listening, viewing, and subscribing. If you have not done that yet, please do. We have an in-crowd audience today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> live audience. Oh uh, <laughs> and, uh, and we're really excited about it. Caleb. Off the cup question. Really hard one. Your girlfriend's sitting right here. Oh boy. If you get married tomorrow, are you doing a prenup? Damn, that is a hard one with your girlfriend sitting in the room. Yeah. Oh
2: man. If I so if I get married tomorrow or do I got a little bit of time because depending on the case, okay, I'll give you six months. I'll give you six months. So depending on how my DJ career goes, (laughs) (laughs) probably yes. Okay.
1: (laughs) Fair enough.
0: And the girlfriend's reaction was, "Oh yeah," and it's funny because Paige's reaction was that. And I'm sure JoJo's would be like, "Hmm, fuck this mean," but it's a good question. And Pete asked me it a week ago, and I couldn't. I'm getting married in next July, right? So uh, nice. ten months, and it's just been such an interesting question for me because I feel like there's such a good argument for both sides of right. the aisle. There's no wrong answer. There isn't.
1: There is because there's if your really answer not. is yes, and you feel bad about that, and you get a dirty look from your girl when you say it. The rebuttal is instantly like, well, it's not like I plan on leaving you, and if you don't plan on leaving me, then why does it even matter, you know? We can exactly. sign the paper, and it won't make a difference. Exactly. So it's like, it, it's bad know, it makes for a good conversation, I yep. feel like, for that reason.
2: For sure, because, like, it, I don't got much, so if you want to it I mean, I gotta have a little protection. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hear you, dog.
0: It's tough, and uh, I think, like I got always said, it's just bad mojo, but, like, if... If you are so confident in your relationship, you have a great point, why not? So, crazy thing to think about, if you're in a long-term relationship, think about it. Would you I get a prenup? Thinking. Yeah, hey, you never know what happens.
2: So, um. Could be the other way around. Maybe she's plotting and she's gonna get a up on me. Right. That's That's right. why she looked at me like that. That's, that's Pete's argument is, right.
0: from, from your point of view, right, you could be the best husband in the world, be the best father, everything. 20 years later, your partner might fuck up and cheat, Yeah. right? Exactly. Or decide they
1: like don't want to do this anymore. No, you know? yeah, they and, just want to bounce. So it could,
0: know. like I originally always think like, oh, if I fuck up, this is what happens. Right. But it could be the other way around. Sometimes so it's not in your control.
1: It's tough. And JoJo's one in the studio audience right now. JoJo, I'm not talking to you when I'm talking <laughs> <No>. about this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, yeah, we're good. Have you guys seen the show uh, Ted Lasso? No. No, what is this? Oh man, it's it's really good. It's a um to show on Netflix about this guy that's uh it's Jason Sudeikis is the uh the um the main character in it and he was like um a high school and college like football coach. Okay. And he goes overseas to coach an English soccer club and knows nothing about soccer. <laughs> That's great. And it's it's crazy. And and the reason I said that is because like throughout the show, like his, you can tell that his him and his wife are like having problems, and they have a kid. They've been together for forever. Yeah. And she's just like, I I I just don't want to do this anymore. Like mm-hmm. I don't feel the same. Like I I try to. Feel the same, like, when we first started and it's just not there anymore. Yeah. So it's crazy. And what do you do then, you know? Exactly.
0: You know, I a thing about today, too, because the situation we have here. Um, how do you treat your sister's boyfriends? Because I have two older sisters. I have two sisters.
1: I think that depends a lot on the, my sister's boyfriend, you know? Like, yeah. and, and how and how he treats have me. You, have you ever...
0: <coughs> you know uh, what I, mean? Hyperponic Pete, you know that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I no. went in jail, motherfucker. No, <laughs>
1: man. I mean, I usually... I, I don't... I come out friendly. I feel like off red, of yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and hoping to reciprocate the same energy, yeah, yeah. you know. And uh, were you were
2: you nervous meeting Pete? Honestly, at first, no. Okay. And like, I mean, he was—you're really cool. So Thanks, the man. coolest <laughs> guy ever Yeah, I've
0: been dealing with him the whole life. Yeah, he's he, the coolest he fucking cool guy. Yeah. Thanks, <laughs> he's just so fuck. Okay, I gotta stop dick riding you. But oh, yeah. you're an awesome guy. Thank um, you, no, so it's funny though because. Both my sisters ended up marrying their first love, so I, I could never, like, do that. But I'm the younger brother anyway, so it's kind of hard, you know? Like, puff out your chest oh, and oh, fuck you, you, <laughs> you know? Um, but uh, it's always a weird thing, and I know a lot of guys in situations like that, that, like, try to intimidate, or, like, dads. Like, when you have a daughter, will you try to intimidate the boyfriend?
1: I feel like I won't have to because I'm covered in tattoos, you know? Like, mm. I, I can be a nice guy and still be intimidating just because I'm covered like that. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Like,
2: they know not to fuck with you. Yeah, they look at you and they're like, damn. yeah. Damn. I better not do no fuck shit. Right, exactly. And
1: that's the,
0: the the last question on it is: if you have a girl, when could she start dating boys or anyone
1: at this? That's hard, age? dude. Sixteen. Um... That's kind of my age. I mean, I hope she waits that long. That'd be tight. Yeah, yeah, but these days I don't know if that's really. I, I was gonna mm-hmm. say from like 13 to 16. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, yeah. Where So starts. this is something we asked another guest but like when does your kid get a phone? You know like at what age now is the right time for your child to have a phone?
2: Well, man, I, I had a phone when I was young and like What's young? how young Oh man. I think I was probably like I would say maybe like 10 okay. or maybe even what a little younger that? That's uh, well, I'm 25 now. Grade. I'm horrible with math.
1: Do you yeah. wanna do you wanna hack for our age? Well in two thousand eight we were in eighth grade. In two thousand nine we were in ninth grade. Okay,
0: but you were born in ninety five or ninety
1: four? Ninety four. Okay, so now I'm ninety five, it's easy.
0: I'm uh-huh. ninety-six. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um
1: so, so Yeah, ten yeah, is young, but I feel like that's also becoming pretty normal, right? That's like you said you're I sister... started watching porn around ten years old. What about you? Uh I think I was definitely much later than that. Well what the fuck you mean? Don't judge me. Yeah, what,
2: I think I was about later 10 than Because that? my my um my, my great, cause I lived with my grandma after my parents divorced and. She didn't realize that she had the, the Playboy channels active. Oh. So I would hey. wait for everybody to go to sleep and I would go, turn on like Cinemax and there'd be like more secrets of a call girl, like that yeah. song. Yeah.
1: I feel like I was late to that train because like I didn't have a personal computer at my house and I was way too scared to do it on like the family computer in the living room, you know? Yeah, see, I was, so that, just, was that guy. I was just that, was that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got caught for sure. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. I feel like, yo, what what kind of history is this? I'm like, I, I don't know, man. I'm trying to figure it out. That's yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't Who know, did like, that? I'm trying to figure <laughs> yeah. it out. I'm like, it's my first day out here. I'm just browsing.
0: <laughs> it was such a stressful time. And then I remember watching porn, and then I wasn't even, like, jerking off yet. So I would just stare at the screen. Exactly. And like, really? I'm like, damn, I'm you, feeling, went, I'm you
1: went right from porn in, in the same time? I didn't know that people watched porn without that purpose. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just for
0: entertainment? Well, before you know that's a thing, Pete. Like, how do you well, think Well, I guess that that's out? my
1: point. I, I only seeked out the porn once I was touching myself. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't just browsing for porn or for yourself, entertainment. Touching yourself, Pete, that's
0: what you went to? Touching yourself, there's so much other words,
1: bro. I didn't want to say, like, masturbating. That hey.
0: felt weird. <laughs> no, no, no. Touch- now I said it anyway. Touching yourself is a little weirder than masturbating. Okay. Yeah. Well, now I said both. Okay. <laughs> Calm down, dude. What's the
1: next question for Caleb? <laughs> Do you have oh, a buddy, call? You?
2: Should I start masturbating? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I like I, that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh man! You see the type of podcast we're oh, running here. A little, a little crazy. Holy shit. Um, but sparking a lot of conversation, eh? Damn. I'm gonna go from that to a deeper uh, subject. I was thinking today. That was deep. I thought. Yeah, a little bit, eh? Um, am I Canadian? Are you Canadian what, the now? Fuck what is this is the thing you've been doing? Today? I am Canadian. Though. Oh, I'm don't, a you know?
2: Canadian. <laughs> don't
1: you yeah.
0: know? Don't you know? Have you ever dealt with like uh, any type of mental illness, like depression, anxiety, anything like that? Yeah.
2: Um. Well. Um. So I would say right around when I was like maybe like 15 or 16 i was diagnosed with bipolar disorder i okay. i take medication every day like went through therapy like my my whole life so like i know what my triggers are mm. and i've learned how to control my anger like i like i was so against like taking medicine at first i'm like this is going to change me this is who i am but like at the end of the day like it really doesn't i just notice if i don't take my medicine for a couple of days it makes me more irritated mm. so
0: Caleb, well first off that's amazing that you tackled that the way you did in telling that story. I don't know too much. Like bipolar is so like a common term people say like oh I'm so bipolar, but they're mm. they're not actually, you know. Yeah, yeah. I have never met many people in my life that are actually bipolar and mm-hmm. have been diagnosed with that. Besides like the taboo like happy one second, pissed off. What are the other symptoms that come with that like uh, I'm not going to call it disorder that that bipolar? Well
2: Well, I would say like it's just it's hard like sometimes like I mean most of the time I'm happy but like there will be times where like I Like one thing will just really really aggravate me and it'll get me like really worked up Like even Olivia in those and then like the next minute. I'm fine, but like yeah. it's 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 a hit or a miss I mean There's good days and there's bad days. Yeah, I mean honestly it just depends on how how hard I partied that weekend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotta, gotta get those chemical imbalances. That's right. that, that being order. said. What are
1: those triggers for you then? Yeah Um,
2: man Man, I'm trying to think here. Um, you girls over there are like, I know. <laughs> she probably know better than me, to be honest with you. Well, <laughs> you're also probably just used to it by now that you don't really like, off the top of your head, probably couldn't name it, cause you yeah. just, you live with it, yeah. so I would just say. I would say maybe when I'm driving, cause nobody in Florida knows how to drive. Yeah. So I, I like, I, I don't really like, I have bad road rage, like yeah. just, vo- ooh, just vocally, that was, close. That was really close. Just vocally, but like, I don't really drive aggressive like that. But I will g- cut in front of you and go slow
1: to piss you off. 100%. Yeah, yeah. So that actually segues into a, something I've been wanting to talk about on the podcast for a little bit. True, Pete. Do you like have road rage? Is that like a thing for mm-hmm. you? No? Calm I, driver?
0: I'm mellow. mellow. Okay, so.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I'll kick Let's that out. get the back. real answer. Now, um, I'll say it in my head. I don't feel like saying this shit out loud is worth it. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, though. I'm a defensive driver. I'm not the fast asshole. I'm in the, the truck. So I'm right. like chilling. I go the speed limit. and I watch these other idiots weave in and out of each other. And I'm like, wow, that guy's about to get in an accident with that guy. You know? right. um, but you can't really miss my car. So it's not like a lot of times people almost hit me. Yeah. But you realize like the thought I always have is, oh my God, I've known so many stupid people my entire life, right? They drive. <laughs> scary. You know, like. They should not be driving, and then you throw a phone in their hand while it's happening too. It's right. just like a, a recipe for disaster. So,
1: so someone cuts you off, do you even lay on the horn? No, no.
0: The only time I ever lay on a horn is if someone is is about, about to, to, to hit, hit me, yeah. Okay. Or I'm standing at a light for like five minutes. That's green, and I'm like, dude, come on. Uh-huh. And is it
1: a little love tap, like, hey? No, I. I, I you lay on yeah, it, yeah, exactly, so and,
2: your- and and it's crazy too because like I think about it and like. <clears throat> Like at the end of the day, everybody has a little bit of road rage, but yeah. like I feel like if you have common sense, you never know like what that other person has one hundred percent going on like had going on that day. Like there, yeah. there's been times where I'll never I'll never forget this. This is when I was in high school. Um, my friend was driving, and he like laid on the horn like way too long, like at this light, and they were both in a Mustang. This dude guns it and then like slams on the brakes and then my boy honks again and then the next thing I know he didn't see it until like the very end. This dude put his gun on his on yeah. his um, yeah, on his rearview mirror or, or on his side mirror and I was like, yo yo yo, go, yeah, go, go. chill
0: out. <laughs> it happened here in Jupiter six months ago, dude. I bet Road it happens rage, rage, all the time. They both pulled over. The guy jumped out of his truck, shot the other guy, left. Shot him? Yeah, dead. Oh
1: wow. fuck, dead. Wow.
0: Um, right on this exit here on uh, Don Ross ninety five, right on the overpass.
1: Yeah. I'm uh, Just like that. pretty confident that's unjustified, right? Very. I, I don't think that's self-defense. But yet
0: again, a lot of people are miserable in this world. I know a fuck ton of people that want an outlet, and a, a weird guy driving is an yeah. outlet, you know? Right. Um, So, yeah, but to that point, uh, the last thing on bipolar: what are some things you do, coping me- mechanisms, to snap yourself
2: out of it? Mm. So, like. Just for instance, this is probably a horrible example, but like me and her don't ever really normally fight. Like I mean, we every couple fights about stupid shit. But like I notice sometimes, like if I know I'm gonna get really mad, I'll just I'll just walk out of the house and leave. Like that's, mm-hmm. like I'll go sit in the car for a minute or do what I gotta do. My my best takeaway is to remove myself from the situation, yeah, just so I can gather my thoughts and like not act on impulse mm-hmm. and spew whatever is. Like and say something I I don't
1: that I'm not going to mean. That shows maturity. It does
0: that you know how to remove yourself from a situation.
1: Collect. It was so hard for me when I was younger. Absolutely. Like, but were you like a fighter as a kid?
2: No, but. Nah, I, I honestly I've only been in three fights in my my in my entire life, and I won the first two. and the last fight I got into, I got my ass beat, and I'm yeah, like, I'm done. And and needs, up the I, I was watching the I was listening to the other uh, one of your podcasts when we were on the way. Yeah. Everybody deserves to like to get their ass beat. Yeah, yeah exactly. you need right. to be humbled at some point in your
1: life. One hundred percent. To cute.
0: to the mental illness note, though, I was uh I was listening to a deeper conversation between friends the other day, and um. How do you talk to someone? this is kind of a general question. How do you talk to someone who is depressed, right, and you want to help them, but they don't want to help themselves out of the hole? right That's what I was just ready so to say. so it's kind of a general question because I knew that when I fought that. Depression is a weird place because you want attention. You want love, but you don't want anyone to talk to you Mm -mm -mm. You want to be productive, but you find yourself not wanting to get off the couch. You want money, but you're broke I mean you find that you have no motivation to do what you need to do But then you're sad about not having the motivation to do what you need to do. Mm -mm. So nothing makes sense about it But I find that a lot of people that do fight that they don't want the help. So how do you help someone
1: that is struggling with that? It's a great question I mean, I don't know that you totally can, you know, I think at that point, if they don't want the help, there's nothing you can do for them. They have to sort of make that decision on their own. I guess the only value you can add in that situation is maybe bringing it to their attention, like the potential that they have that they're wasting and how miserable they are in their current circumstances and that they're not going to get out of those circumstances until they change something. And I think that's like the end of the conversation, because if they don't want the help, there's not really much more that you can do other than just bring to light the situation they're in and say, it's up to you to fix this. And I'm here for you when you're ready to make that change.
2: Yeah, 100%. I feel the exact same way. Like, I like, I f- I feel like in high school, like a lot, and still even to this day, like a lot of people like confide in me. Like, mm. I, I don't ever talk about anybody else's business or whatever they tell me. But like at the end of the day, like like you said, like if you don't, like if, if you're in that spot and like you don't want the help and they're not willing to get the help, then there's not really much you can do. But at least at the end of the day, you know, you tried. Right. Right. So yep.
0: it's so hard stepping away from that. though. It's easy to say it, but say someone in your life right. that you do love is dealing with that it's hard because it's so frustrating you know you want to shake them and wake them up you yeah. want to be able to take away all their exactly pain and yeah. you can't yeah and sometimes i mean i plan with being with her for 60 years there's gonna be times in our life where we hit really really low spots i know it you know it's, it's a fact and it's scary that sometimes you don't really know how to deal that in a social setting of how to lift someone up when they don't want to be, you know? Mm-hmm. So just just a, a thought I had today and how hard that is to really get someone out of those pits. Yeah. Um, but I think it's just general support and being there, being that foundation, that bedrock, and then letting them grow the way they want to grow, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so now that we uh, have a guest on, Caleb, tell me about yourself. Where are you from?
2: Uh, Born and raised in Orlando, Florida. I'm a Florida boy. Really? Sick, yeah.
0: And uh, tell me about your home life growing up
2: brothers and sisters so technically I'm the only child on like on my mom's side but w- come to find out like later in life like when my parents like separated my dad ended up having another kid so I have a sister yep. but I haven't seen her in pr- at least probably like 10 years really yeah, Where's she had you know uh I'm not sure what? I know she lives in Orlando um she reached out to me Probably like a couple months ago, when we texted back and forth, but like that—that that was like the gist of it. Like, I don't know that that whole scenario is is so weird. Like, I don't I don't really talk to my dad anymore. Yeah, just because of everything that's happened. But yeah, like my mom, pretty much my mom and my grandma were pretty much my mom and my dad growing okay. up. I would say like, and d- and
0: you lived full time with your mom growing up. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, one hundred percent. And she was your rock. Yeah, you we were really close with her. My ride or die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And where in Orlando were you born and raised?
2: Uh I w- I grew up in Winter Garden. Okay. Went to Foundation Academy, which was a private school up until like second grade, then went to like a charter school, moved over to Metro West and went to Olympia High School, which yeah. is over in Windermere. And then Windermere's got money, you are right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Oh yeah. So like I got the best of both worlds, like yeah. like that school was so diverse because like they would charter in buses from like this this Area called Carver Shore, so it was so ghetto. And then you had like the medium, like the middle class people, which was like me, and over in the Metro West area. And then you had all the rich kids from year. Yeah. So it was, it, it was, it was a cool high school experience. I mean, I, I fucking hated school. Yeah. Really? Like I fucking hated it. Um, Why? I just, I, I don't know. I didn't really like, really see the point yeah. in school. Like, I mean, I feel like. I, I, there was no way I was going to college, like, just because, like, I was, I was, I was a troublemaker when yeah. I was in high school, so, like, I didn't really give a fuck about much, and then, like, found music, and then kind of, like, taught myself how to DJ when I was 16 at high school parties, never really, like, thought anything of it, yeah and then went to Ultra Music Festival one year, and, like, wandered into the giant mega structure and, like, finally, like discovered house music and like just looked around and everybody was vibing everybody had room to dance yeah and i just looked up i was like damn this is what i want to do
1: that's cool yeah and you
2: had
0: an aha moment
2: that's exactly what it was how did
0: you chase that what was your first steps and like you know
2: so it was pretty much like the the way i see it like especially because like i didn't go to school or everything like i put i've put everything into the into my music and in djing like uh i would say i've probably been doing this about seven years so like when I was underage and I wasn't twenty one, I had like a I had like a fake ID. I had my boy's ID actually. Shout out to my boy Corey for that. It, 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 I used to use Corey's ID to get it, to get into clubs all the time, <laughs> and perfect. we looked absolutely nothing alike, really? and, and it worked just because we were both light skin. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I started out as like a promoter, like just trying to get into the club. Yeah. Like it, I I would say like my experience like going through. Like, all the bullshit that I had to deal with promoting and how the Orlando local scene, like, treated. It just, like, you were viewed as a promoter, like, trying to DJ. Like, it was only, like, yo, look, like, if you want to DJ, you got to sell, like, 20 tickets. And, like, you're going to open for free from 10 to 11, and we're going to give you two drink tickets, and you're not getting paid. Damn. Yeah.
1: But that's your foot in the door.
2: Yeah, exactly. And, like... Did you think about the college bars? I've DJed in a couple college bars. I, the pub, DJed library? At, uh, yeah, I've DJed at, at library in the yeah. dungeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In I remember small that. Yeah, that was that was actually like one of my first gigs. Like that, I would. I, I was so funny because uh, our friend Kyle, I guess his like really really good friend, bought library, and I was like, dude, honestly, like. I would go DJ at Knight's Library on, like, a Liquor Pitcher Wednesday because, like, yeah. I could play...
1: <laughs> liquor Pitcher Wednesday. Five dollar... It was a five dollar... Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite days. Yeah.
2: Dude, those were the days, man, when times were oh simpler God. and I had less bills. Dude, <laughs>
0: and they, they would hold the bottle like this for about four fucking minutes, and it was, like, a Blue Line Islands and shit like oh that. Those God. those type of concoctions. They put, like, 40 straws in it, and you just see, like, herds of girls. It's come, a Liquor Pitcher. You know? uh, yeah, it, but it oh gives me... That's when I was drinking vodka sours. That was my drink.
1: You're gnarly.
2: Yeah. I don't drink vodka like that anymore. Honestly, Dude. I, I don't know what it is. I normally drink vodka cranberries, but like I don't know, vodka just like make like I used to be
1: strictly vodka, but now yeah. I,
2: I like I really, really only enjoy tequila. Tequila yeah. it is. What's your yeah. tequila
1: choice? Ah, uh,
2: Casamigos. Yeah, Blanco first. or Repa?
1: Blanco. Okay.
0: I'll drink, I'll drink. We right do the, the repo down here. Yeah. I, I like the dark, the dark liquor. Yeah, yeah, Oh, fuck. You
1: like the dark tequila? I'll do it. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll I mean, drink I, I don't really tequila. like tequila uh-uh. in general, to be honest. Have I told you this before? I went for like a five year stint where I wouldn't touch tequila because yeah. I thought I was allergic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't allergic. I just drank too much one time. Um, <laughs> it's called a hangover. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, it was a bad one, though. Yeah, like, yeah. Su- substantial. But yeah, now, like, I, I can appreciate a Casamigos repo. But also, you go to like one, two, three, or four, or any of those places. All the staff there drinks Casa reppa
0: I just tequila. That's all I ask, and they pour it in a cup. If I, if it, typically it's Patron.
2: For What's the
1: up. one alcohol that you can't drink anymore because you had that terrible hangover? Because so, we all have
2: got one. So I'm not allowed to say it on 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 camera, to be honest. <laughs> hey. Just for the sole purpose that I don't want to lose my sponsor. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I mean, I'll <laughs> so, I'll still drink it. Shout <laughs> out to Fireball. <laughs> Experience. If you're looking to
1: sponsor a podcast, we would love that as well.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, dude,
0: everyone's had that experience with Fireball. Dude, yeah, I'm dude. talking about. It's like that cousin that keeps coming back, though. You know, like <laughs> yeah. he'll, he'll always yeah, be yeah, around. Yeah. You know,
2: for sure, always asking you for money. Like, yo, hey, yeah, I, don't, yeah, yeah. I don't got nothing <laughs> yeah. for you, so you're barking up the wrong tree. Yeah, <laughs> always asking you for money. <laughs> no, dude. So there was this one time I was probably like 19 or 20. I'll never forget this. This poor girl. So I, I was, was in the club, and we were all getting lit. We, 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 were, we, we thought we were so cool, snuck into the club with fake IDs. This is back when, so the security guard that works at Olivia's job used to, he like he, me and him, we, we fuck with each other now, but like he always used to kick me out. He'd be like, you come up, Caleb, with these different IDs, and you act like I don't know you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, well, He's on, calling man. you by yeah. your first name. And I'm like, come <laughs> on, but this one's real, though. Come on, just let let me go in. So we get in the club. We sneak in like three water bottles of Fireball. We're all passing it around. And we're just getting it. And it was warm as hell. Mm. Uh. Drinking it with no chaser. I took a huge sip and I looked at my boys and said, oh, no, 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 no. I said, this is not going to be good. I said, I got to throw up. Oh, I'm no. talking about, I didn't even make it to the bathroom. I projectile vomited all in this girl's <laughs> hair yep. no! next yeah. to me. And I'm talking about, I took off sprinting to oh, the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. God. And I hid in the bathroom for 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I got kicked out of the club that night, too. But, jo-
1: justifiably. Um, yeah, yeah, that's kind of what Clay
0: Meister, I've seen him in a library, packed library, St. Patty's Day. They threw this festival outside a library. I love that you just said his first and last name. And... Like <laughs> <So>, yeah. <laughs> Well, he watches it. I love you, Clay. It was love one, you, it was one St. Patty's Day, and he was walking through the crowd. It was packed shoulder to shoulder, and he pushed projectile on it. No, over no! like four, no. it was on a girl's back, but it literally went over in the smack no. dab middle of library. And uh, he was blacked, yeah, he was blacked out oh at that point. My God. So we walked, we were walking him to the bathroom, and on the way, the bouncer took. Intercepted and said get the fuck, get out, the of fuck here. out of here um, <laughs> oh, shit. But yeah, but he kind of wears that as a badge. It's a pretty cool story um, I respect that you gotta look back at those times and laugh at them. I mean like they were like they were fun times horrible But like I would go live those days once in a while. You I know?
1: don't I don't think I've ever I Don't have a story like that where I vomited in public but managing Kachina and one two three for as long as I did not a weekend went by that someone didn't throw up in the urinal. Hey man, sometimes you gotta boot and rally time.
2: and keep it going. Like, there's, <laughs> I, th- this, th- this, this sounds kind of sick, <laughs> but like, so me and my boy uh, Rash, like we used to DJ. Wait, um, wait, wait, wait. Someone's
0: name is Rash? His real, his real name is Rashawn. <laughs> okay, but okay, we okay. call I him Rash. Call me Rash.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, so we used to have this ritual where like we used to DJ this um, Wednesday party. It was actually where I met Olivia. Um uh-huh. and we used to uh for the, for the first time when she wouldn't show me any attention but anyways <laughs> uh, <laughs> so um we we would just have this ritual where we would get just belligerent like at wind down before we would move the party to like our bar where we would play wind and and we would just look at each other and be like you ready? Like, yeah. So we'd go out into the alley in Celine no. and Selena. We would just boot and rally, and then we'd be good. And we, and we So and, did you pull the trigger? Or was it oh, yeah. natural? natural? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'd yeah, yeah, both yeah. pull the trigger. We, yeah. we'd, th- we'd throw it next to each other, hold it down, yeah, yeah, go back to back. Um. What?
1: <laughs> Dude, have you ever done something like this?
2: Once on a cruise ship. Really? <laughs> so my...
0: but, but people were eating outside at the cafe, so... <laughs> I think I, I might And it you, wasn't
1: on purpose. Yeah, no, it was
0: the outdoor cafe of the cruise ship. And me and my boy, it, Thomas Burtz, are drinking right here. And people are eating their, their buffet of breakfast right here. And I took a warm tequila shot. You know the two gulpers? The two, uh, where yeah, where you go to throw it back, and it doesn't finish on the first gulp, so the second gulp? And you already you're in fun. danger. And it was warm Patron. Um, and uh, and I knew automatically it hit my stomach. I'm toast. So Holy I shit. go to puke over the ledges. People are literally eating right to my right. And I, two seconds later, he walks just to the left and is puking over the ledge, too. I was oh wearing a white God. shirt. I had to walk all the way back to my cabin with puke just on my shirt.
1: Oh 9 my a.m. God. in the morning. Oh. Yeah,
0: it was bad. Um, Savage.
1: But we all have these stories, right? It's normal. I, I'm trying to think of one.
0: Though. I shit my pants on a cruise once. <laughs> Come
1: on, bro. <laughs> no way.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I wasn't like a kid.
1: <laughs> oh my god! I was like, I was like
0: a, not like a half-grown adult, like fourteen. <laughs> I mean, hey,
1: man, sometimes it happens, you know, to the best of us.
0: But yeah, we did the penguin walk, and it just wasn't enough time, Pete. You know, and then the timer went off, and I just shit the fuck out of myself.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It was
2: bad too because I was like rooming with my mom.
1: <laughs> the story keeps going.
2: <laughs> and like, there was just like shit everywhere. Hey, mom, I'm, I'm sorry, but you got to do the laundry. <laughs> I, I, sh- I shit everywhere. I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> well, In you wanted, one of the reasons why is have you ever had escargot? Sales? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm on a cruise ship, right? You get like unlimited food. So it's just thick, Nick. We're just chilling there. Thick, Nick. And he like says the menu, and there's like three entrees. You're supposed to pick one. And I was like, I'll do all three actually yeah those <laughs> so, all sound great. Yeah, because like there's no price on it so uh he brings out and it's like escar goes literally a fucking snail yeah and then they pour like a half cup of butter on it and they're like here it's good you know uh-uh, um, really.
2: i eat like a five-year-old i'm so picky so, so i have attention. this and, a, and oh, an hour Lord.
0: later we're listening to some jazz music and something hits my stomach i said oh no and uh i had about three and a half minutes to get back to the cab and i didn't make it Yeah, and that's what just, yeah, it was food poisoning, whatever you want to call it, but it was really bad. Um, That's so funny. But it was really bad, too, because I was, like, a grown-ass man. (laughs) So So, like... just like seeing my like my family member's face of disappointment, like this actually happened. And he has no disabilities or anything. Like you can't even like
1: himself. escape and remove yourself from the situation. You're stuck on the ship with everyone yeah. else. Like
0: that's the kid who shit
3: himself.
2: You're yeah. like, yo, yo,
1: yo, 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 look, there's that guy that I was yeah. talking about. He yeah. was doing the penguin walk
2: and there was nothing yeah. shit falling out of his shorts. <laughs> <laughs> the good thing was it was
0: all contained in the bedroom. There yeah. was none on the carpet outside. No projectile no. um, shit <laughs> shit. That'd be terrible. Shut. Shut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a past tense. That's such a horrible word. Um, oh gosh. So how did you really break through? Did you have this blind confidence? Did you just kind of keep showing up, Caleb, and saying, I'm going to DJ, I'm going to DJ? Yeah,
2: and then I'm, I'm, that, I'm that guy that you're, I'm not going away. So <laughs> e- so either you better figure it out, or I'm going to be a pain in the ass until you give me what I want. I'm very yeah. persistent.
1: That's how you ended up being with my sister, even though she wasn't giving you the attention oh, that 100%. first time. 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She
2: can pull up the DMs. Yeah. Oh, she was, she was playing hard to get? Oh, 100%. Wow. <laughs> I had to unfollow her and follow her
1: like three times. Really? So I'm, I'm, not, I'm not embarrassed. <laughs> It was cool Classic. games. Classic.
0: See, I don't do games, and I always got aggravated because, like, that's the thing to do. I get it. I but, like, games. but like if I get a text message, I'm writing back, like, now. Like, I'm not going to wait the 10 minutes and be like, oh, yeah, be like, I like, didn't see <laughs> that. Don't, you know? don't want to see <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm like, cool, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that's why, I, you know, yeah, yeah. so anyways. um, <laughs> But, uh. So did you you just kept showing up and not going away and then one day you got your chance. Yeah, what was yeah. the
1: breakthrough? I would
2: honestly say when probably when I played at Guilt, uh, which used to be Roxy back Yeah in the day, I I, I got you played it guilt? A, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so um I got thrown in last minute because like an opener canceled. Mm. And I was just at the right place at the
1: right time. You ever then... heard of Guilt? No.
0: It's like big artist play there. I'm pretty unfamiliar
1: yeah. with Orlando in general.
0: Um, Guilt Slaps. It's uh like oh okay, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, I'm,
2: I'm actually, him. I'm, I'm yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't talked to him in a while, but I used to party with him all the time. Wow. Really? Yeah.
1: Abe's a cool dude. I've got kind of a crazy story about okay. What you say his name is Abe? Yeah, Abe. That's that's the uh, uh, yeah yeah the thief. Yeah. Yeah, 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 so we uh shout out to Palm Beach Reckless and the boys. I used to play on like a fucking serious paintball team, yeah, we took it super serious. And we were in a tournament in Tampa one time, and at that time, Thief was popping off like that yeah. was the song, and it was like our anthem that weekend, dude. That, that we was when trap music was good, bro. Hella saxophone, too. That's like yeah. what uh, I don't know, man. It was just a that that was like our soundtrack of mm-hmm. the weekend, that one song, you know. And uh, so we like lost the tournament, didn't do great. We So we have like an extra day in Tampa, and we're going out to dinner, and uh, someone's like on their phone and realizes that Abe is performing like right across the street from our hotel at oh, some some event. And um, we're You like, guys both here.
0: know this man, first
2: name? Well, his... no, that's oh, okay. why oh, Caleb oh, okay. knows him until <laughs> yeah. I asked him what his name was. I, was I didn't want like, yeah, to like keep calling Abe him <laughs> okay. It felt weird to keep calling him <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, right? Okay, because then it just sounds like, like wait, 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 wait what? Like, what's Ape. this guy's name? Okay. okay. You know, our homie Abe. Yeah, we know him. Um, but he was performing
1: across the street, and... We're all at dinner and we're like, "Holy shit! Like, we gotta go, fucking try and get into this show. Like, we gotta see this shit." And it starts pouring rain while we're at dinner, and uh, this was like an outdoor uh, venue. You know, it was like a <laughs> like a beach almost that they put a stage on, but it was also outside of like some club. You know, and uh, so we decided we're gonna try and like sneak into this show somehow. So we all split Adderalls. We, however many of us there were, we all split an Adderall. P- took that shit. Legal cocaine. Yeah, one hundred percent. And then we walk down the street back to our hotel and all we can hear the music, you know, like we're just mm-hmm. following the sound. We don't really know where we're going. And uh, it had just poured rain and now it stopped. But the event was outside. So I guess the rain sort of like threw a wrench in the plans and they had to run everyone inside and like relocate the event. And they packed everyone inside this club. Where the show was supposed to be outside so we like walk up to these gates which are clearly like the entrance to the event But no one's outside because it just torrential downpours. so everyone just ran for cover So we walk right through the gates no tickets no nothing and we're just following like the noise of the music We can hear it somewhere and we keep walking we get up to the, the the place where the show was at and we just walk through the side door and the fucking stage is right there. Like, we walk, you know like when you're in a movie theater and there's the exit right next yeah, to the stage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like we walked in that door and we were just like, Abe was right there with <laughs> a bottle of Tito's pouring in everyone's mouth in the front row. And we were just like, holy shit, oh, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we fucking rocked it out. We were in front row of the show and watched it the rest of the night. Sorry Abe that you didn't get ticket sales from us. My bad, dude. <laughs> um, were you headbanging? Are you a headbanger? So that's like not necessarily my vibe. Okay. So you're not a headbanger? No, but okay. I think I participated that night, you know? I'm front row, on the I rails, a, you I, gotta do what everyone else
0: had, is doing. I've had sore necks before from that shit.
1: Dude, I used to be a, like, when I first got into
2: electronic music, it was dubstep and trap yeah. music, yeah. and then, like, I discovered house on accident,
1: so... Can you break down the difference? Yeah, please. Okay, so... I'm
0: probably gonna sound like an asshole here. <laughs> um, first off, do you have street cred, do you shuffle? I put those weapons of embarrassment away a long time oh, ago. Okay. I know kind of how to shuffle.
2: Okay. Um, probably not that good anymore. I'm probably rusty as hell. Do you shuffle? No, nah, dude. I, I, yeah. You know this. I don't, oh, dance. You don't dance. That's right. I actually made it. It's so funny. I actually made it in one of the, the ultra after movies for shuffling. Like, really? Yeah, there's like a like all five right. second humble brag, humble brag. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, So you're nice. Here. You're nice
0: here. I'm, I'm like okay.
2: Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm all right. Like I would definitely. I, I still want to do this to this day. I would, but try not to get beat up. I would love to go into a pool of <laughs> like an old like biker pool bar. Like yeah, man. I don't, I don't really know how to play pool. I'm actually pretty good. Okay. And just hustle them for their money. But it's probably not a good idea. I think you should do it. We'll vlog it. Hey, we we can go right after this. All right, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wait, fuck. I got off track. What, what was we? the question? Before? Shuffling. Oh, yeah. What's okay. the difference between okay. the genres? All right. So I would say... Damn, I'm I'm about to disrespect both genres right now. But <laughs> I don't care. It is what it is. I have no filter. So I would say <laughs> dubstep, it would be comparable to like robots, like Transformers having sex. Yeah. And, yeah you just hit buttons?
0: Hands. Huh? You just hitting buttons?
2: Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I would say it's just a lot of just robot sounds and okay. house music would... I mean, most people that, like, don't really listen to house music would classify it as, like, consistent elevator music. It's, like, the same beat. that doesn't change, but... Mm, okay.
0: I agree. Mm, not really, though. I kind of get it. When I think of house music, I think, like, Miami, 6 a.m. Yeah, M- 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 straight M- up. Like, Even like, though I've never done it before. In space, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
2: space in Miami. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've done marathons at that club, let me tell you. I am talking <laughs> of, I think my longest marathon at space was, like, 18 hours straight. Jesus I, I watched the sun rise and set twice. And then left and slept for, like three hours, and then went back for another 18 hours. That's impossible. They, because uh. you don't got to leave. Like, they have food and everything there. They got empanadas. They got... Their beds. <laughs> they beds? They do, but Girl you got to be careful. They have amazing grilled cheese. That grilled cheese is fire. Like, they have, like, caviar and shit that they'll ca- like cater in the DJ booth, mm-hmm. like, if, if you get the privilege to go up there.
1: What the hell?
2: And and they'll come around at, like, 9 a.m., like, when the sun comes up with Pedialyte pops.
1: Wow. That's like, right. possible. That's with good. Pedialyte. Much needed. Mm-hmm. So, they, so um 18 hours. What the
0: fuck? Yeah, that's way too much. Like I'm like three and a half and I'm like Papa John's and get home, bit, you know. Even <laughs> like if that guy if
1: you told me, Pete, get up there and just play songs for eighteen hours, but they have to be songs that you know. I don't know that I know enough songs to play music for eighteen no hours. No chance.
2: I think my longest marathon set is probably like seven or eight hours straight, and I didn't play the same song. You once. didn't get a headache at all? Like that doesn't <sighs> it's just the way I see it, man, it's a marathon, it's not a sprint. Yeah. You gotta fight
1: through it, dog. Okay. What
2: I'm, t- dude. Da- <laughs> like, especially recently, like I've been traveling a lot and like have been blessed to play out of state. Yeah. Like I just went to New York, like in and out, 24 hours. Went to the Brooklyn Mirage, which is like the best venue in the United States, in my opinion. Really. And you played there? No, no. I was hanging out with a bigger artist. His name is Lee Foss. Really cool guy. He invited me out there. So me and my boy Gianni, we went out there. And wait, was this was this was this the New York story? Yeah, yeah, yeah wait <laughs> wait what, what? okay no no sorry the can LA's, I your this is the LA story so, so, so I got confused so I just went to LA uh last week yeah. and I played in L- I played in LA went to this dope festival like during the day um on I played Saturday night and I played four to five a.m. And my flight boarded at 7.10. <laughs> so I literally went straight from the club back to my boy's house. Went straight to the airport. Got back at like 2.30 p.m. And I had a DJ at 5 o'clock at McQueen's, which oh is like my, my weekly Sunday spot. Um, and didn't even have time to go home and take a shower. I called my boy that lives right downtown. I said, yo, look, like I'm coming to your house and I'm taking a shower. And I got to go straight to McQueen's. Are you coming oh with me? He's said, yo, I'm go." So... So here's my
0: question to that: Like, when I when I think of that lifestyle, holy fuck, it's fun. But it's living life in the fast lane. Like, do you see Caleb when he's forty living that life?
2: Yeah, okay. I, I I think so. I mean, I feel old as hell now, and I'm only twenty five. I I mean, I'm seasoned. Like, I'm not as strong as I used to be. Everything gets older. It gets crazier with age. But I mean, this is what I want to do. Like, eventually, if I have children or whatever, like. And I'm
0: not saying it's bad. It's it's literally personal preference. Yeah, no, no, no.
2: Yeah, 100%. Like especially like when I have kids, like I want them to be musically inclined because like I never played an instrument or anything before I started doing this. It was just like when I started DJing, I I pretty much taught myself how to DJ. I didn't watch any videos. My boy had a controller. Um, just pretty much taught myself how to DJ, and then it hit the ground running from there. I DJed for probably, I'd say like. Four, four years before I started producing music and then now I'm starting to get noticed like all over the country I have a really 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 big release that I locked in earlier this week that's coming out on a really bigger artist label but I can't talk about it yet because I haven't signed the contract Okay, like, it comes out in January um, I'm playing uh, a festival that's that just got announced but the lineup hasn't been announced Um, it's, it's going to be at Okeechobee and it's called Insomniac Countdown for New Year's Eve. It's a two day camping festival and I just got booked to play Okeechobee next year. So Okeechobee
0: music festival.
1: It's big. I'm gonna have your autograph.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wow, man, that's awesome. And you have a manager who, who handles, handles all this. So
2: yeah, so shout out to housekeeper, shout out to Austin hammer. Austin hammer has been there through all of my ups and downs. Pretty much looking at him like a father figure um, I make a mu- I, I make music with my boy Dre. So pretty much like everybody, like all of us like on the label, we have we started Housekeepers in 2017. The motto is keeping it clean since 17. That's like <laughs> our slogan. And it's just, I've been so blessed with the way that I've been introduced to the music scene. The guy that discovered me at Guilt, circled back to that, that's how I got discovered. So I played that. I played like a 30-minute set, and they like approached me. Huh. And they were like, yo, like we – did not expect like you like we got here early on accident and you played phenomenal house music like nobody does that here wow they were like we want you to come and play one of our parties then fast forward to a couple years then we started doing events in orlando and then we the the end goal or well not the end goal the goal from the beginning was to start as an event company and then grow into a record label and we've been crushing it for the past two years like, we hold it down in our Do you think though. we
0: could vlog a Kachubi Music Festival? Yeah, why not? Are we too old for that?
2: Uh, maybe. I can we make can still it happen. Do it. Do they got, like, country music there, too. The, well, they're having, like, they're ha- Tame Apollo is one of the headliners. Really? Like, it's all types of music, and there's still more artists that haven't been announced, but if you guys want to vlog it, I can make it happen because I'm playing, I can just get a media pass. Let's fucking do it. So then so then we can all <laughs> What's the dates? What's the date? Uh, March I think it's like March did say that what did you say? Finger I think it's like March eighth through the tenth. Oh, I could be don't wrong.
0: Say it. Is that JD's
1: birthday uh wedding? Oh no. Okay. JD, let's change the venue dog. Get <laughs> <It could laughs> okay, married at Okeechobee. Yeah it'd be epic. <laughs> Um, so not only are you playing gigs, but you're also producing your own music outside of the venue. Yes. Um, and so you have a record label and that's how you're releasing those, those tracks?
2: Yeah, I have, um, I have before I've, I've had fucking so many different aliases before. I <laughs> yeah. fucking. I, I don't even want to talk. What's about the funniest one? Unknown. <laughs> <laughs> and I had like the, the damn like unknown Pokemon symbol in the yeah, oh, That's it funny. Was, I it, like it, that. Was, it was bad. Dark time, dark time. I was trying to find myself, but unknown is now known as Caleb Dent. But anyways, <laughs> um, that is like a celebrity name, Caleb, Caleb Dent. Dent. Yeah. I mean, it was I crazy. It. Like when I rebranded, like it was like everybody started fucking with me.
1: But that's really? your actual name? Yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, it's my first and last name, and it just it just rolls off the tongue. It,
1: it just it, it it's perfect. Like it's kind of funny that that wasn't your first DJ name. You, know? yeah. you went with aliases first, and then you're like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm just gonna be. <laughs> well, Caleb. I was DJ Blue Balls. <laughs> Yeah, right. But imagine if like you were DJ Blue Balls, and then you're another name, and then another name. and You're like, I'm just gonna be Nick Agnelli.
0: Yeah, but, like, <laughs> Nick Agnelli is like not a DJ. That's like Too a Italian chef that you're going like Nick right. tomatoes pie. You know, that's
1: actually great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe Mr. <laughs> Colin.
2: So I don't, I don't know if you guys have. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of the platform called Beatport. Mm-mm. No, it's kind of like. What would I compare it to? LimeWire.
1: <laughs> Damn, that's a throwback! throwback. Yeah. Shout out to LimeWire. What
2: I'm talking about? I'm 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 up at like 10 o'clock mm-hmm. at, at night, like looking over my shoulder, downloading music, yeah, yeah, trying yeah. not to get in trouble by my parents, right? Um, but sorry, I'm so scatterbrained. Right <laughs> wait, wait where were we? deep deep port. Deep. Oh yeah. What's oh yeah. Oh, we sorry, never heard yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. B port. B port. I would say it's kind of like the platform of like a smaller version of like Billboard, but like for like electronic artists. Oh, okay. So like. It, it's a platform that where you can buy uh, buy music uh, and support artists. Like mm-hmm. it's a really really big platform. Me and my boy uh, Dre, we've we've had a lot of momentum this year. We I would say probably by the end of the year we've have put out twelve tracks maybe. Nice. So technically like one a month. But
1: and so what goes into making those? Are you like uh, sampling other songs and mixing and mastering, or like are you what goes into building a track? So. What, Cause you're not getting on there and singing, right? Like, what do you? I've doing? done some vocals for
2: my old project. Sick, Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, I mean, I, I really, really enjoy doing vocals. It's, it's something that's really, really cool. But like, hearing my voice over and
1: over again is just so fucking repetitive. In <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> You've got a little bit of like a Stevo voice. Have you ever gotten yeah. that before? No, you got no. a lot of like rasp in your voice. He I does. never noticed until today.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I always get that I look like Aaron Hernandez though. So oh, oh shit, that's...
0: you do kind of look like I, Aaron. I Hernandez. would never pull that out. Though. <laughs> I would never say he's that out He's a good looking dude. Yeah, Questionable
1: yeah. morals, good looking yeah.
2: guy. Very good looking he guy. he caught a couple bodies in the trunk, but he's yeah, like
1: yeah, still good
0: football You part. know, he fucks, yeah. <laughs> yeah he fucks
1: for sure. He dates my sister, man. No, 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 he fucks.
0: <laughs> and Hernandez does. You head out of gutter, pee. I knew it you man. <laughs> Finger me. <laughs>
2: oh, man. So, um, so I, would, I would, like, when me and Dre get in the studio, like, it's, he, he's more of the hands-on person, I would say because he's more experienced in the software. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty experienced as well, but he knows a lot more than I do. And I'm kind of like, I would say more of like the the inspiration and like the ideas with some of the tracks, like the I would say our workload is probably maybe 50, 50, 60, 40. But Are you guys similar
1: age? Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, Dre, Dre's thirty. <laughs> I keep forgetting. He acts like a, he acts like a fucking t- twenty-two year old boy. Love you to death, Dre. <laughs> Shout but... out to Dre. Goddamn. So I, I have a I have a boyfriend and a girlfriend. Hey. <laughs> I swear to God. Um, but yeah, like we, I've been friends with him for years, and he used to come out to my shows all the time and then was like fuck i want to dj and i was like dude like you're you're my homie like i'm i'll I'll do anything i can to put you the fuck on cool like i'll do that for all my homies like if i see your passion for music and you actually want to learn and i and i fuck with you i will invest my time and show you everything that i know to get you to a certain point and then it's it's you what, what you do with what i've taught you and what you've learned
1: so how many people are involved in the label I like
2: think there's 13 of us on the late like 13 artists. Okay. And still she,
1: growing? Are you looking to bring more more on?
2: Uh well well I would say so the artists that are signed to the label or like it would be the core group. Yeah. But we have releases from people all over the, like all over the country. Even like we have some of our other releases are like European releases, like guys from the UK mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But like our core group, like we've we we've been together since 17, added on a couple people here and there, but we're... It's pretty tight-knit. Yeah, we're a unit. Like, we... we, You got your team. Yeah, Yeah, we hold it down. And so
1: what's, like, the long-term plan for that? You know, like, kind of back into Nick's question, like, where do you see yourself at 40? Do you think that some of, like, the the crazy lifestyle and working the gigs back-to-back-to-back will be able to slow down as the label kind of grows and progresses and, like, you know, selling music on platforms and streams, you know? Yeah,
2: exactly. Well, I mean, I feel like the momentum that myself and Dre have had, like... This year has been crazy, like, with how fast everything is happening. I was telling Olivia in the car, I was like, it's just crazy to think, like, like I'm booked for two huge festivals coming, like, to the end of the year, going into 2022, like, it's it's crazy. So, like, hopefully next year, I'll be in consistent festival circuit. Right. Uh,
1: hopefully, she won't kill me. She, <laughs> hates, she hates when I leave. Um, so, what's your schedule like? How much traveling are you doing these days? Quite a bit? Yeah quite a bit what's uh it just what do you got coming up
2: um so we're going to EDC. oh yeah i almost skipped oh. that so we're going we're going to edc vegas um my boys invited me out they're really really big over in the uk their name is salardo cool um they invited me out and we're I, gonna go i gotta do one of these
0: i won't survive but i think
1: <sighs> what's the festival that you said you went to was it okeechobee
0: um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, Caleb, I'm an atomic bomb of just intensity, like, partying while, like,
1: yes. I need to do that before I die. <laughs> on, like, the three days a year that he decides yes, to yes, do Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, He's yeah. a grandpa most of the year.
2: And and I and I told Olivia, because we're only going to be able to go one day, because I gotta, like, so we're gonna go Thursday to Saturday morning, so we're gonna go to EDC on Friday. The hours of EDC are 6 p.m. to 6 a.m. Our flight's at 7 a.m. So, <laughs> um. Oh, shit. We're, we're gonna make it work, but, um. <laughs> Because I got to play this cool ass warehouse party in Orlando, which is going to be really sick. Um, but everybody should definitely experience EDC Vegas at least once in their life. It's the biggest festival in North America. I've been twice. It's absolutely breathtaking. Yeah, like it's it's in the middle of the Las Vegas Speedway, mm. so it's so giant. They probably have at least like thirteen stages. Like to be completely honest with you, and it takes. From the moment you like walk in to get to the other side of the festival, it takes about thirty minutes just to walk yeah. to the other side of the festival. No, it's it's crazy. crazy. I
0: went to the first Okeechobee Music Festival and it was huge. I don't know what's happened since, but so you have back to the EDM and house music, the two kind of different sectors. What would you call like an okay? Because I would say that's my favorite type
2: of. I would know. call him EDM and and trap music.
0: So there's a trap mix in there too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, because like like Jubal, I like too. Like, you know that song Jubal. Like yeah. I, I love that. So I don't know what you what do you categorize that as? Is that house? probably be trap? Okay, so I would say that's kind of my vibe. Yeah. Um,
2: so what makes something trap? Like what's that definition? Words in it. Fuck! It's just like those grimy 808s. Like, huh. like almost kind of like like when I say trap music, a lot of people are probably gonna think that like rap music. Gangster but like, rap, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, but like trap music, which is that like, was
1: a confusing transition because when it when was in high school confusing. That's what trap music was. Right? Yeah, that's the music I was trapping to. Yes, yeah, exactly. You know, that, and then all of a sudden there was another meaning.
2: Yeah, and then it, and then it came to EDM trap, like just like heavy 808s
1: with like crazy like which I guess both I guess. Both of those, yeah. <laughs> did you guys guess that? Yeah. <laughs> and then I emphasized it. <laughs> they, they have that in common, though, you know? Like, even rap, trap music was big bass, you know, in 808. So I guess maybe there's some. Yeah,
2: with like hip hop samples and stuff like that. It's it, it's just crazy how many genres are in electronic music. There's fucking like, electro house, progressive house, tech house, minimal deep tech house. Like, Jesus it's, it's, Christ. it's it, it, I could go on for hours.
1: It gets deep. Yeah. I ask him all the time. I'll be like, so <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You not, like,
2: what is It's funny. It,
0: everything it, it varies. You play a variety of different house things. Yeah. Your house. yeah. N- now you're not really a fan of EDM, or, or do you? So when I was managing
1: Kachina like when I Rome? first started there, yeah. um at like 19. Yeah, it's okay. Don't go ahead. Interrupt. It's okay. Yeah. Go for it. Um, so when I first started managing Kachina at 19, um I didn't listen to anything other than rap trap. You know, like I—that was really all the only genre I listened to. Yeah. yeah. Um, Same. But we also didn't book DJs then. You know, this is before Cucina was the Cucina it is today. This is. Right. You talking about the upstairs place, right? Uh, no, that one Spazia. Spazia. Which I also yeah. managed that place, but this is the one on the island. It's like an Italian restaurant, yeah. um, and then the restaurant turns into a club afterwards. But when I first started there, we didn't book DJs. You know, now we do. We've progressed a long way. They. Um, But at that time, I was the DJ, you know? Like, we had a computer in the back of the room that had every fucking song you could ever think of on it. And, um, it was, yeah, I just had to come up with a playlist and play music from the whole shift, you know? Even during dinner time, you know? So I had to diversify my music selection quite a bit. Because during dinner, we're playing fucking Michael Buble and Frank Sinatra. It's an Italian restaurant, you know? You're playing classy shit. Which I also knew nothing about, you know? I didn't know anything other than fucking Rich Homie at the time. Can we just talk
2: about how Olive Garden plays the shittiest Italian music? Olive Garden? Olive Garden. <laughs> what, are they, what, what are they bumping
1: in there? I haven't been in Olive Garden. I don't know ever. Some Fugazi Italian music. Yeah.
2: Just like their slogan. When you're here, your family. Yeah, okay. man.
1: Fuck. The genre is so easy, too. How do you fuck up good Italian music? You put on a Frank Sinatra playlist and it's like Easily. hard to fail. I could go to sleep with a Frank Sinatra playlist. Yeah, I, I'm a Michael Bublé guy.
0: So back to the original question. You like EDM?
1: Uh, So it grew on me. You know, like I said, Thief was like our yeah. anthem that week of the paintball weekend um and i've got a handful of songs now that i could say like i enjoy but still if we get in the car and like i'm putting music on it's gonna be rap
0: rap okay and for you what are other genres besides edm that are outlets for you that you really like listening to dude i listen to everything like
2: i i grew up like because i'm biracial i'm italian and black so i got the best of both worlds wow you do um everybody thinks i'm hispanic it's okay I can see it. Oh, yeah, everybody thinks I'm... especially when I get my hair cut, everybody thinks I'm Dominican. Yeah. Really? I oh, okay, that. Yeah, 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 I get yeah. the Dominican vibe yeah. for sure. Yeah, I've been kind of lazy. My my facial hair is absolutely insane. Um <laughs> but I I grew up listening like my mom always listened to Tim McGraw, Kenny Chesney. I love country music. Um listen to a lot of rock. Okay. I, I, I honestly I listen to everything. And and I think that's what gives me a lot of um I would say kind of like edge in my sound because mm-hmm. I feel like, especially some of the music that I work on, I incorporate a lot of like older stuff that like appeals to like older people. So like when they hear it, they're like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, I actually like this is a with cool this. spin on that. Like yeah. it's something different. Like like I like to do like uh, one track that I did with my boys uh, Rash and um, the guys that are on our label um, Massive. They're two twins, so for the longest time I couldn't tell them apart. That's his, <laughs> that's his DJ name, Massive? Yeah, M-A-S-F. Yeah, it's two cool. of them? Yeah, it's two of them. They're actually from downtown. Wait, that's his
0: name or that's his DJ name?
2: That, that's their DJ name. They're, okay. It's Alex, Alex, and, Alex and Michael are their names. Massive. I like yeah, M-A-S-F. Yeah, Massive. So we have this one track called Anywhere and we sampled, we did a flip to the 112 Anywhere track. It's like a super like slow like R&B track. Okay. This is pretty much the baby making music track. Yeah. And it's pretty good. That's Sick. awesome. What we, was the name of that one? It's called Anywhere. Yeah, right, we'll put it in the description. Now,
0: where could we find these tracks? Can we find them on Spotify? Yeah, yeah.
2: I'm on Spotify too, and,
0: and we'll post his information yeah, in our bio. Um, I think what you're doing at your age and the way you progress is fucking amazing. And I'm on the train. I'm your
2: number one fan. Um, <laughs> and can uh, I get you guys out to one of my shows? Oh yeah. Man. I was I was telling Olivia, I was like. I was I, I was gonna hit you up and like try to like do like a little surprise for either uh, Countdown or Okeechobee, yeah. and, I, and I want you guys to come out. Hell yeah! And I wasn't gonna tell her, but I was like, it's gonna get ruined anyway. So I'm just gonna hey.
1: tell you. Sick. Let's do it, man. I'll be the plus three. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure.
0: Um. Okay. Some lighter questions for you, Caleb.
2: What's your favorite cereal? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Okay. What's but number- I don't eat my cereal in my milk. I'll play separate it yeah I'm I'm a weird fuck wait wait, wait, wait what Two do you bowls? mean
0: you dip you dip a spoon
2: no 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 I'll just straight up eat the shit out of the box with my hand and then have a cup of milk next to me <laughs> oh so you throw savage. you
0: throw it in the mouth and then sip it's your chaser
1: mm-hmm. it's kind of a bad idea. like how many handfuls is breakfast yeah that's a good point yeah.
2: I don't know man I would say cereal for me is like is like munchies, like uh, okay. when, I, when I'm when I'm The limit baking. does not exist. Yeah, no, no, no. When I, when I'm baked, I'm going straight to the cabinet. I'm looking for the easiest thing that I can get my hand
1: in and yeah. just go to town.
0: Okay, you know what I miss? The bowls that had the straw yeah. in the bowl. Yeah.
2: Those bowls. Cool. Well, balls.
1: cinnamon toast crunch makes me think of that bowl because yeah, I, like the. I guess I, I'm gonna. Cocoa puffs this. too because it was chocolate milk. Right, one hundred percent. Yeah, and
2: then you get like the cinnamon milk. Like I, I sometimes I would do it when I was younger, but I don't know. I don't like my. I mean, cereal obviously is meant to be soggy, but. I, I like my show a little
1: tough. So I'm glad we got JoJo in the room today because I was just roasting her last night, saying we talked about the soggy cereal thing. JoJo is someone that lets her cereal marinate before she eats it. It turns into just like cold oatmeal. It's like when you eat honeycombs and they just like pretty much disintegrate. I don't think I've ever had honey. Are you? Uh, you have no, honey I don't think I've ever had. I've seen the commercials. Combs. They're really good. Are they? JoJo mm-hmm. likes fruity pebbles. Okay, and that's like already a pretty soft cereal to begin yeah. with. There's not a lot to it. So that's like eating confetti. That's a great way to put it. Mm. Well,
2: the only reason I say that is because I, w- I went to this music festival in Chicago. It was called ARC. Um, and I don't know if you've ever heard of Elro. No. Dude, they throw the craziest parties. Like I'm talking about they bring like 20,000 pounds of like confetti. And I was standing on stage and like the confetti blast was like so extensive that I had a whole bunch of confetti in my drink and I yeah. didn't realize it. like,
1: we did it once at Kachina where someone, we had to hire a guy that brought this confetti cannon. And it's literally, it looks like a pressure washer or something. You know, it's It's like huge. a big contraption with a tube on it. Fill it with a shitload of confetti. And, it just and it. in a split second, Kachina had like an inch and a half of confetti over, everywhere. Everywhere.
0: I want to blow the cannons before I die too. Those fucking... Oh, the I think that happened. Yeah, yeah, I
3: know
0: a guy. Um, <laughs> when was, uh, when's the first time you ever got drunk? What was that story?
1: Oh, we'll do it at four for our party. They've got them at four.
2: Oh fuck yeah! yeah. Got... So fuck. I think the first time I ever got drunk, like really drunk, was with my mom and and one of my boys. She like won like some like hotel stay at like Cocoa Beach. Okay, <laughs> and I was like sixteen, and we. I'm talking about um. B- were you at Coconuts? No, we. Oh, where were we? Actually, I, we weren't. Well, I was. I was like sixteen. Yeah. So like we weren't a lot. I wasn't allowed to drink. So like we. We would make drinks up in the hotel room, and I'm talking about pinnacle vodka yep. whipped. With uh, that was the go-to. I'll never drink that shit ever. No,
1: that's another one for me. I'll that never touch go-to. that.
2: And and it was just it was a crazy experience because like me and my boy, I think we like took like a walk, like like just down like like like, like on the actual street. I don't know why we didn't walk down the beach, and then we were like. Try to get into this strip club, and it just did not at work. At yeah, 16? Yeah, yeah, it did not work. They were like, where are your IDs at? And I was like, I got my school ID. <laughs> and they were like, get the fuck out of here.
1: You don't know me, I'm unknown. What? About, <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. When was the first time you got drunk? Uh, Do you remember that? With Matt? No, I don't remember the first time, honestly. I don't think. It's so long ago, remember? man.
0: Yeah, I puked. Um, you puked? That's why I can't drink drink uh, Captain Morgan anymore. Yeah. I, I Captain never... Morgan
1: makes me think of drinking in yeah. high school. Exactly. That was like the
2: go-to. I'm talking handle. about like pulling up to the to the bonfire with if you don't got any girls or a handle, don't pull no, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't pull up. Yeah. Don't pull up. And don't bring pick. no dudes unless you got <laughs> girls and alcohol. Don't bring it's no, like no the dudes. the
0: unwritten rules of a party back yeah, then. dude, come on. Um, so for you Caleb, what do you see, where do you see yourself in 5 years? What is kind of your your goals as far as that, that next 5 years for you?
2: I mean hopefully everything keeps going with, with the flow everything the uh, the way my music career is going. I hopefully in 5 years I'm consistently touring to where to the point where I don't have to work. Mm. I mean I so I I don't really work now. I mean technically I do because I have my weekly every Sunday at McQueen's and that mm-hmm. pays my bills. So I'm chilling right now, but I wanted to get to the point where like, I'm consistently touring like show after show after show to the point where if it gets to a point where I don't want to do this anymore, I have financial backing where I can just retire. Right. So that's, and nice. the streams
1: and stuff that's like residual, you know, that stuff lives there forever. So once you get that to a point where like you're paying bills, exactly. with the money, I'm constantly getting there. royalties. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Good shit, man.
0: Well, that's awesome.
1: So that being said, what are like your next steps to get to that? You know, what gets you a tour? So we're about to launch, like for, we're, we're about to branch off from housekeepers
2: and we're about to launch an agency. Okay. So with that being said, with the agency now, I have my manager and my agent and we're going to start a team, going to have interns scouting venues cool. and then try to get us to where we're all circulating. And so what playing. builds a tour?
1: You're basically just locking down big venues across the country, you know, and then you just go cross them all off the list.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, a lot of the venues that I've played, I've, I've gone out there and got it myself, mm-hmm. but it'll be nice to have the structure where I don't have to worry Someone about behind the scenes exactly where up. I don't have to do anything except for focus on the music.
1: Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So what's the biggest venue you've ever played or the dopest, you know, if it's not guild has got to be pretty
3: big.
2: Yeah. Guild's pretty cool. Um, I would probably say this nightclub in Chicago called Prism, mm. and I got to open for Chris Lake like a couple of years ago, and it was like after a huge festival, and I got to play like five hours with my boy, my boy Steve, shout out to Steve, he's the one that put me on in Chicago. Um, Aoki? Okay? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Yes. Um, and I got to play, I got to open for like, I think we played like a five hour set. It was Sick. fucking amazing, and there was at least at least 1,500 people in that building. Damn. It was wall-to-wall, upstairs, downstairs. Wow. It was, it was, it's, it, the way I, I can't even explain, that like, that feeling. It's, it's like a high. Like, that's what does it for me, is, yeah. like, it's, it's such a crazy feeling to be able to control, like, the crowd and how you can just take the energy anywhere, because I have a lot of stage presence. Like, yeah. don't. Like that—that's my number one thing. If you don't have stage presence and you look mad while you're DJing, just dude, give up.
1: Which is a thing, right? There's yeah. a lot of guys out there that yeah. are fucking—they just, just look, look mad like at they're the in the, world. the zone. Right.
2: And, well, I mean, I get it. Like th- that's just not me. But those people, I would say, are a lot more like introverted and mm. like get. I-, I would say they get more of a kick of producing music. Yeah, they're the engineer. I think yeah, I just saw on
1: yeah. your story today, maybe that you were standing on a bar looking at a light bulb.
2: Yeah, that that was was happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was yesterday. I was uh That's that's, that's actually the first time I got up on the bar there and stood up on the bar cuz one of my boys is always up there Yeah, screaming being ignorant. So I was like, yeah, let me just get up there real quick Let me try that real quick. And I was like, I wonder if this light bulb's hot. It was hot as fuck, huh? Oh, it was hot as shit. I I regretted (laughs) it immediately. Immediately.
0: Yeah, is it like a myth or you guys actually listen to music? Yeah,
2: like you know the DJ
0: thing?
1: (laughs) You know, they got, like, no, no, those, no, it's just an illusion. You know? <laughs> it's just for looks. You, have you ever done that? Like, put it back and no, it's you're been, listening like... to the song that you're going to play next, right? To okay. so make yeah. sure it like,
2: flows well into... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so I already know... I, i'm i'm listening to the next song before you hear it no way so that's so, what's
1: going on in there yeah so
2: i'm i'm queuing it up to go to, to match it on beat so like when i transition it's seamless yeah it's seamless
0: so you don't preheat that oven before you show up to work you never, know
2: what i'm saying never <laughs> you just the throw, oven <laughs> no i honestly like i don't ever really like plan a set unless it's going to be like like if i'm playing it like edc or something yeah, like, that. Yeah, like yeah. well to
0: but I even would, to that point are they like hitting play and then just like Show you know like what was that? It's,
1: it's there's probably both right? I'm sure yeah. those people. Exist. Oh, yeah. yeah Like
2: like I'm not gonna out any of these bigger DJs because if they see this shit I don't I mean it's cancel culture around yeah. here. right right? I've, I've been canceled almost a bunch of times yeah. But anyways everybody's sensitive not today not today. Take your fucking vitamins wash your hands. Everything will be alright <laughs> Um. Fucking
1: Oh, damn it. Oh. they hit play and they, they okay. just let it run so yeah
2: yeah so there's a lot of bigger DJs that like ju- they just get paid to stand up there and press play because yeah. they're more of the entertainers right. than yeah. actual and they're
1: drawing the crowd because of their clout or whatever yeah this exactly throwing cake on people yeah. but um... <laughs> I'm not gonna say any yeah. names <laughs> I didn't say his name um... <laughs>
2: Steve <laughs> what's crazy though is I've seen him probably like at least 10 times is it a good yeah. show though
1: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. a
2: great it's a performance he's yeah. an entertainer yeah. but at the end of the day there's they draw the line where like if you want to get more technical i mean he's a great producer don't get me wrong anyways but <laughs> um it's it's it's, it's levels to it yeah, yeah there's levels to it it's all it's it's all about what i mean i i've learned the hard way too like when i first started djing like you got to play for the crowd like mm, right. and and still be able to have like that stability where you can take it different directions like you got to re- be able to read the room right if you play for yourself
1: it's not gonna work out, and for it's that no reason, way. showing up with a predetermined set doesn't work out because you don't know what the crowd's gonna be exactly. before you get there. Exactly. And if you've got your set in mind, and they're not fucking with it, you gotta you, you gotta, gotta be able to adapt. Yeah, you right. gotta be
2: able to adapt. Like the way I do it, I never really like plan a set. I'll download a whole bunch of tracks and then just throw them into a crate and, really? it, it, and title my playlist the most ignorant shit <laughs> that I can. Um, and go with the flow. Yeah, and just go with the flow. I'll I'll feel the room and then just just read it very well. You get a
0: little zap before you show up? A little pre workout or like shots, or you just show up sober? With a fireball. Uh, it it just <laughs> shout out the fireball. Shout yeah, shout out to fireball. Thank you,
2: fireball. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, honestly, I got like like I I recently I haven't really been like drinking, but like I don't know. It's all about balance. Yeah, like yeah. so like normally if like a big show like I'll show up, get into the green room and. Where's the bottle? Yeah, I, I need a couple shots before I get on stage to so loosen myself up, and then I'll drink throughout the set. But yeah. like, I don't ever like to get like Litty. aggressively yeah. drunk. Like you're working. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah. it, uh, it's crazy because like a lot of people like they only see it as like the ass, like the party aspect. Like, dude, I'm here to do a job. Yeah. I'm getting paid. Yeah. Like, I gotta be on point. Like, right. and and I'm making a name for myself, so I don't want to, I don't want to get too fucked up and and act like an ass.
1: Right.
0: I've been there, done that. I bartended one time in my life, it's for a wedding, and I blacked out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, 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 it sucks. I mean, it was
1: the same kind of, what you're saying resonates with me, even like at Kachina and 123, when you're the manager, you know, like, you're giving out shots all the time, you know, and everyone sort of thinks if you ask, hey, you want to do a shot, if you ask the manager, like, you're going to get a shot for free, you know, because the manager's just going to pour you in on the shot. And, uh, but it's sort of the same deal, you know, and don't get me wrong, like, I definitely did plenty of shots when I was working. But I also knew that I was there to do a job, and I still had to count the money at the yeah. end of the night and write the emails. And like,
2: I feel like bartending fun is bartending super drunk is not fun at all.
1: No, right. There's a certain the point when you can't do your job anymore. That's not fun. You uh-uh. know? Like, and, and,
2: and, and if I get to that point where I'm too drunk, I'm ready to go to bed. Yeah, right. True. I get sleepy. Yeah. Do you
1: guys like Rubbleman's? <laughs> I think that it <laughs> tastes good. Like I enjoy the taste, Christmas. But it's dangerous because it's a hundred proof. That shit's fucking strong. That's a hundred proof. Yeah, yeah. it's sh- exactly. <laughs> that Nick, explains exactly. a lot. <laughs> I mean, same with Fireball. I think Fireball's ninety proof or something like. No that. Some way. Yeah, it's like stronger than Moonshine. You'll black out quick.
2: Real but Rumblements is nice though. Uh, it, I'm not. I'm not a fan. I've. I've had. I've had. Some, I've had some bad experiences uh, yeah. with Rumblements, and just with certain people, I'm not gonna out them.
1: I don't what? love the <laughs> syrupy liqueurs either. Rumplemints is like on the thicker side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A and it's a liqueur. I think... Yeah, right, like a Sambuca. It kind of tastes like mouthwash. Yeah, 100%. Wait, Sambuca? <laughs> no, no, no. no, no oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah Sambuca's kind of like nice. Listerine. Sambuca's kind of nice. <laughs> One of these days... I'm but gonna... again, syrupy.
0: I'm going to invite people over and have Sambuca on the oven just like heating up. Is that a weird thing to do? No, that's a thing. A yeah, is it is isn't. Right, right. That's Nick. Oh, Sambuca. That's like the, right. I'm
1: thinking of uh, Chinese. Uh Chinese? Yes. Saki. Yeah. Hot sake. Yeah, not, yeah. I don't like. I don't like, so, I don't like it either. It's too like yeasty. Tastes <sighs> like yeast. I like it. Uh-uh. I'm what not did a fan. We drink yesterday
0: that, um, that... Oh, Agua Hey that? Joe, what's
1: the camera say on the screen right now? Smoke town, girl.
0: Hey guys. Oh fuck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I stole your job. You always clap.
0: What were we just talking about?
2: Uh.
1: <laughs> Damn. Uh, so when did you start watching porn? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. We went oh, there. Man. We did.
0: and I they, That was that a <laughs> great
1: way to fire it off. It really broke the ice. I
0: admitted that uh, I would shit myself, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this,
1: is, this one's been all over the place. I love You're it. You're right. You guys Oh, that, um, oh, oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, good job, babe. Thank you for that.
0: What? <laughs> okay. Would you mm. rather prove aliens or ghosts are real? They're both real. Okay, Okay. that's deep in itself. We gotta unpack this, Caleb. (laughs) What? I mean,
1: dude, like, fuck, like I'm kind of on his train though. That's a bold statement. Is it? Have you ever seen a fucking ghost beat? No, but are you convinced they're not real? Yeah. Because I ain't never fucking seen one. So you're a one hundred percent non
2: believer.
0: Until I fucking meet one, yeah.
2: So so you're telling me that like you've never had like any like paranormal activity, like experiences, like Dude, I remember one time I had a crazy ass experience. We were playing with the Ouija board, me and my friends, one time. Bro, that's
1: risky business, offer it. Wait, what's a Ouija board? What? You, you don't have know no idea what a idea? Ouija board is. It's like the game board that's got like bad juju, and you move. It's people. got all
2: the letters on it, and like you, you and all your friends, you put your hands on it, and like the shit just guides it when you ask it questions.
1: I've never used one. Does it? I mean, we should use it, one. It, it, oh my is god, it, is it like a psychic type thing? Yes, but there's no psychic involved. It's just the board and you. It's gravity, and, and
2: it's no. It,
1: I don't know. That's that was kind of my see, point. It really moves when you put your what, hands on it. No, no, no,
0: no, 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 no. See, here's my thing. The mind is a supercomputer, right? Yeah. It will find ways to connect. That's why psychics are, in my opinion, which is a whole different wormhole, right? But psychics, in my opinion, they're just really good at kind of connecting the dots. You know, you have a brother. No, I don't. battery your mother has a brother (laughs) okay so it's a male it's it's a male figure in your life that's missing no my dad was in my life your grandfather died early wasn't it yeah Yeah, you're right so you you find the connections and then once you start thinking like oh my god they just read my fucking mind boom you're done your
1: toes so exactly exactly okay so do you think that they're all fraud though i think there's Definitely those that exist. Just like maybe so you, some DJs so that show people, up and press play. There's probably some psychics that are just real good at asking open-ended questions. But maybe there's you, some, you think there's people there's talk to medias. the
0: afterlife? Because my kicker to that is, why don't the ghost talk to Gabby Petito and say, "Hey, what actually happened here?" She's not
1: one of those that what, can talk to them. What the fuck does that mean? You get the I don't know, dude. No, I'm saying you I get the golden did. star. <laughs> You're the ghost. You know uh, what? I don't really get what you how.
0: How to me, right? I'm like a realist, so I gotta see the connection of like how they talk to fucking ghosts, Pete. How does that work? Who's
2: they? The psychics? Yeah, yeah mediums. They've got a gift. I don't know. They got some special water or something. Something. Well, that's I don't know. it. But some my thing are... is, is they should be
0: able
1: to use their gift besides fifty dollars an hour. <laughs> oh, you're saying why don't the psychics go talk to the ghosts and find out what happened? Do to something, these okay. you know? Yeah. Um. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't have an answer for that. Yeah, I guess it just doesn't work that so way. So that's my kicker. So, so, you don't th- so you
2: don't think aliens
1: are real? <sighs> You've never seen one, Nick. I know you haven't. No. I could
2: be an alien. You never know. I don't
1: believe in it. So he did say... Last time that's he asked true. this question, he said that. And Peanut. he was like, what if they're like fucking just... Ants, you know, ants, we don't know it, but they're, and right? That blew my mind. Holy shit. You guys have yeah. seen the merch I, that, like, birds aren't real? Yeah. It's almost like that. Like, what if birds are just aliens watching over us all prove the time? Prove to
0: me, like, the movie Nemo isn't real. You know, like, prove to me. What? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: I still think, I, I You know always... what I'm saying? They, no,
0: what do you mean? The fish could be talking to each other.
2: They, that's what well, I'm saying. Well, they probably are, dude. And that's do you also alien.
0: dogs don't communicate. What's the definition of alien? Uh.
2: On paper? Or
1: Like, like... <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was gonna say Anybody that's not from the United States
1: right. Extraterrestrial right. being
0: Okay, so for for the alien to be an oh, alien, oh shit, Caleb, that was
1: fire! <laughs> <laughs> that, that went right over my head. That was good. Oh, the legal term? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was <laughs> that's good.
2: why I said I said it on paper. <laughs> yeah, that was good. because whenever you go to fill out a job application, yeah. day, if you really like read it, it says, "Are you an illegal alien? That's U.S. True. citizen or alien? That's yeah, true.
1: check the box."
2: I don't know, man. I think it's about time they come down and show and show us some shit. So, you so
0: you're a hundred percent sure they're real?
2: Yeah. Do, do you think the Earth is flat?
0: Well, no. Well. Uh, <laughs> I,
3: no
2: I mean, priorities. I don't know 100% that it's not flat, but. Really? see not? Typically, <laughs> they'll go, hey, wait, wait. So,
0: you do think it's flat?
2: Yeah. 100%. You think we live in a globe? I, th- I think we live in like a dome. Yeah, like, I'm Earth telling you. I'm telling you. A a Clay Meister.
0: Dome. Yeah. <laughs> he, Clay Meister thinks that there's a dude up there with a switch. He's like, hurricane, flick, you know, tornado over here, boom, you know. Damn.
2: Okay. Do you have any like. I believe in weather manipulation too. Like, I'm telling you. It's the YouTube normal.
1: Is that what you're saying? I, well, I
2: mean, when it comes to like hurricane, there's gotta be like some sort of center where they can start to shit. Like I think so. Like get it a brewing. And what's the
1: purpose for that? To sell more water?
2: Uh to destroy homes and rebuild them. So there's there's See, roofing that's industry. The thing.
1: And okay. I'm not gonna even say the word conspiracy theorist,
0: but once you start believing one, it's a domino effect and all the other dominoes have to go down for the whole story to kinda be true, right? Like, fuck. like, cause but, the Earth is flat, so that means that the guy didn't actually go to fucking the moon. That's fake too. Yeah. Yeah, Christopher, you, th-
2: th- that's why they didn't fuck with Christopher Columbus because he realized the Earth was flat, and they were like, no, 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 no. You You're see tripping. everyone
1: on Instagram today roasting Christopher Columbus? Yeah. Is it no. Columbus Day or something? Yeah. yeah, that's
2: what it is. No, I didn't see anybody. Every, it. I've
1: seen so many memes <laughs> roasting Christopher Columbus today. So now- Indian. Today's Columbus
2: Day? I'm about to tweet after this. Happy Flat Earth Day. Oh, shit. (laughs) I I mean, in in
0: their defense, though. So the moon landing didn't happen?
2: No. Okay. Just just like, this is a really touchy subject, but I I still think to this day that 9 11 was a military training exercise in this country. Holy shit, Caleb. Caleb, Caleb, okay. Hey, listen. Jet fuel does not melt steel
0: beams. Here's my kicker that. Like, were you there? No. Okay.
2: Just like we don't know if the Earth is flat. We've never been to space.
1: Well, didn't Jeff Bezos just take a quick trip up there? And a dick, yeah. in um, <laughs> a dick. Here's what
0: I'll say. Did he give any
1: feedback on the shape of the Earth? No,
0: air? his blue balls were flying high. Oh um, all I know is, and I think on behalf of us here, we'll speak of this, I'm not afraid of getting canceled. I'll just say this. I wasn't here, and I can't prove one way or the other. And even in saying that, I'll be on your complete team here. Saying that that uh, in the nine eleven, for instance, that doesn't mean that the families affected and the lives oh, that were. Yeah, it was yeah, a yeah. tragedy,
2: but it's just it's so crazy with the way that everything is going on with our government, how the media like I, I don't know if you you guys should definitely watch this documentary. I recommend it for everyone. It's called Out of the Shadows. Okay. And it's like covers like a lot of like conspiracy shit like Pizzagate and shit like that. Pizzagate. Like,
1: What's Pizzagate? What the fuck is Pizzagate? <laughs> You don't, I don't know, know what PizzaGate is. Maybe
2: if you start uh, PizzaGate is pretty much like all the
1: politicians like about like pedophilia. Oh yeah, yeah, that one. Yeah, okay. I was trying to find the conspiracy about pizza that you were talking about. No, yeah, that It was, it was so
2: weird because like I always heard about that and then like finally like figured out what it was. But
1: okay. where I was going with the, the out of the
2: shadows thing, our num- I would say one of the number one weapons in America is the media outlets okay. and, and, and yeah. because like back in the day like they they covered in the documentary it's. It's propaganda, like back, like in the in the Nazi times, like that's what they used. They use motion pictures. And think about it: when you're watching TV, it's TV. It's called
1: television. They're programming programming you
2: to watch certain things, and you get into a routine where you're being programmed by whatever news station or whatever channel you're watching Mm -hmm. because you've been watching it religiously and faithfully. And it just—I'll say
0: that, and I think in our age group, both sides of the aisle could agree on this that what the media puts out is manipulating and it mm-hmm. hits pressure points and it is emotional and they do want a reaction because that's what gets clicks. That's what brings the higher commercials and everything's they about only money. They only see what they, they, everything's see about what they money, want right? you to see. Right. right, just like if if I want to really be pronounced as a, a host of a podcast, we'll put a crazy caption on the fucking video. Like, he thinks the earth is flat. Like, that's, you know, and, and, so and thumbnail that, point, that.
1: though, I think people are... A little bit to blame as well in addition to the media because we don't do our due diligence in but doing the, our but homework. But the due diligence no. is
0: split too, Pete?
1: You can find let information on the both thought. sides. Yes, though. let me finish the thought. I think there's too much clickbait out there. Yes. But people will create a title saying, this video, Caleb Dent thinks 9-11 was fake. Yeah. You know? And now, someone can look at the title of that video and be like, oh my god, you know Olivia Price's boyfriend thinks that 9-11 <laughs> didn't even really happen? Yeah, yeah. Which, that is not what he just said at all. But yeah. they won't even watch the episode and get an hour into it to find out what he actually said. They're gonna read the title of the video and uh, that guy's out of his fucking mind. Correct. He doesn't think 9-11 even happened. Correct. Which is not what he said. And they jump to conclusions. And they, but right. they don't exactly. even do the research or due diligence to know what the actual content of that article was because we live in, like, this clickbait world. That's right. You know,
0: Instant gratification they
1: want to know what now. What you were about to say is also true, where you can Pretty much Google anything and get confirmation on it. Correct, and then also Google the opposite and get confirmation on. Yeah, that. that's
2: it that's like when somebody goes on like like the internet and they Google their diagnosis and they're like, Yo, yeah, yeah I'm dying. Clearly, here we go. It's I'm cancer. Dying. Yeah, yeah. I, so I I wasn't really gonna get into this, but now that we're on the conspiracy theory, Shane, you guys got me <laughs> fucking going. I like it. So so how do you how, how do you guys feel on this whole uh COVID nineteen and vaccination thing?
1: <sighs> okay, I, I like that. um I'm very like pro just do whatever you want to do it's your fucking body your we choice. shouldn't be told that we have to do it if you don't want to i don't think you should have to and if you want to knock yourself out and that's great
2: i mean i feel like i agree with you 100% like at the end of the day it's your choice like i i'm personally not going to get the vaccine just because nobody knows what this shit is going to do to you and however many years this is a, this is just a conspiracy theory right. i'm not right i'm not right but, you don't know, you could take the vaccine and this could be a good way for population control, which it already is, right. but, but you don't know if it's gonna make you sterile, Correct. you don't know if it's gonna make you sterile if when you go to have children. We don't really to know play, play, much, To play I devil's like. avocados here, for the great, con- right, right.
0: this is also a big thing too, and I'm talking to you in the fucking camera, start having discussions with people where two different people have different points of view and normalize that shit, an actual discussion and, and, and not an argument, or a cancel, exactly. or yeah, whatever. Right. A it's healthy like talking discussion. about,
2: like, don't bring it to the point where yeah. it's like when you go to your family gathering and you yeah, bring yeah. up fucking politics, don't yeah. do that. like Correct. So, but I so, think two
1: people, I, your point uh, I think of what you're saying is two people should be able to have different correct. opinions and have a conversation yeah. and then not be an argument. Absolutely, yeah. and, and so to play devil's
0: advocate, against that point, it's like, These have been passed by the CDC and the Board of Health, and 130 million adults have taken the vaccine, myself included, right? So if they're trying to do population control, I'm fucked. Half the world is fucked, right? So that's crazy. And we're all, the world is basically over at that point if you want to really get to that, you know, whatever.
2: Um, and I'm not like like I get it. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Like I'm not one of those guys. that's like no, oh, you shouldn't you know, get the vaccine. You're yeah. fucking dumb. Because Red. like yeah. I get it. Like my mom, like she's not like with the strongest health. And whenever she gets sick, she gets an pneumonia. Right. So I completely understand yeah. why her and my grandma got it. Like they're getting older. I get it. I advise all older people to get the vaccine. It is what it is. But personally, me, I'm a little woke. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and that, I don't think there should be anything wrong with that. I got the, my flu shot right before COVID yeah. and. And I don't, I don't, I don't mean to put you on blast, yeah. but she got COVID twice, and we li- like we lived together. Obviously, I didn't get it both times. Yeah.
0: My point and stance in the nucleus of my belief is everyone just do whatever the fuck you want to do that right. makes you happy. And exactly. It's so simple, and for some reason, everyone's like atmosphere has been expanding, and like they want. Your gravity and to change your opinion and I have to win because my point is better. It's not. It doesn't right. matter. It's like a dick right? show contest. Exactly. And be respectful of others. My whole thing is I haven't changed my life really since COVID had happened. I you know I've thrown parties. I've Shit, been I got free in, money. Yeah. So <laughs> so that's true. Yeah. But right. but um. But I did what I felt comfortable with. I wasn't immune deficient. I didn't have pre-existing conditions or anything like that. If you did, I totally understand why you, yeah. why you want to quarantine and why you want to stay inside. My stance is and to answer your original question of the vaccine, do whatever you want to do to, to make you happy, right. and you take that the way you want it. You know, yeah. I, that's, that's not... I got the vaccine. That does not mean I'm pro-vaccine or anti-vaccine. I'm saying is if I had kids... I want to be able to make the choice for my kids whether they're getting it. I don't want the government to tell me that my kids need to get it. And there's there's a huge difference. And also, just to play facts here, in the last three weeks, Florida's cases have gone down to the 49th highest percentage of COVID in the United States. And we have no regulations
1: here. Wait. So, so what you're saying is we're 49. best? Yeah, no. So
0: we've our cases have done a nosedive. 85. percent We're better. Doing good, exactly. Because
1: yeah, at
2: one so, point we were we were like the worst. Worst,
0: exactly. So to my point is we have no regulations, but yet we're the one of the most populated and healthiest states in this. Shout start- out to Ron, DeSant- Ron DeSantis, the yeah, yeah, fucking goat. Yeah. For real, man. <laughs> um, but but that is my stance on it. Do whatever makes you happy, you know, and and, and don't. Defriend someone don't hate someone or get in an argument over this stuff guys have your beliefs Don't push them on people and just have a conversation and don't try to educate really try to see the other point of view Yeah And that is I think that's the healthiest thing is when whenever I'm having a debate we will call it I literally am trying to see where they're coming from and why they have the beliefs they have yeah. you know It was their upbringing it was their education the way their parents raised them or their they were environment washed
2: by the media That could be it <laughs> yeah. too, you it's know, real. so
0: um, to each their own. All I'm saying is be
1: happy and healthy, and whatever that means to you, that means to you.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: to one more point about that, the thing that scares me about the vaccine potentially ever getting mandated, you know, or the idea of we sh- it should ever get mandated, That's what I was is just then about to say. where do you draw that line? You know, then what's the next shot? I think that
0: is. I think that is the line in the says like
1: who though, because I bet five years ago, if you would say, yeah, the government's going to make everyone get a shot, you'd be, you'd be like, like hey, yeah, not me. me crazy, yeah. You know? yeah. but I, I just this is
2: the last point that I wanted to touch on. This, I'm glad you brought that up like i just don't think that it is humanely fair for all the, all of these job companies to m- be able to mandate like look oh if you don't get the vaccine you're you're being terminated like that yeah. in my opinion that's not fucking america yeah. because at that point you don't have a choice right yeah. or even the incentive like, yeah Oh, fi- if you get the vaccine, you get fifty. You get a fifty dollar gift card.
0: <laughs> That's pretty funny. What the hell? It does. It does make it a little sketchy, though. Like they're
1: yeah. trying.
2: They're trying to. What's the agenda? Exactly.
1: Because I mean, if you've got yours, why do you care if I have mine?
2: Exactly. And they're all not pushing the same vaccine. Right. Yeah.
0: And I'll say this too, guys. That's weird too. If, if you are listening at home and this is firing you up and you want to come talk about the other point of view, you have a seat. You are welcome. I and I'm flame not, I, us
1: in the comments. Yeah, Either way, but, it's good.
0: But because I I really am, I am the middle of the aisle. I will listen to both sides. I will play devil's advocate on each one. Um I have my personal beliefs, but that doesn't really need to be said, you know? Yeah, exactly. so, so and I I'll keep that to myself. But um if you do want to come on and discuss the other side of what Caleb is saying, please do because you know your voice needs to be heard as well. But know that it's all within a healthy discussion. I'm not going to get in an argument. There's no, yeah, no point I, in that. Yeah, for sure. Um, and and again, start having these discussions. And have it as a discussion, not an argument, because that's how growth is made. That's how really intelligence is pushed.
1: And you and, shouldn't be having that conversation with the intent intent of changing the other person's yeah, mind. Yeah, exactly. Right.
2: It's, I feel like it's to the point where, like, yo, look, like, how do you feel about this with everything that's going on in our fucking country? Like, I would never, in a million years, think that I would be like go into a grocery store now where, like. Certain people, they still wear masks, and, and they are the, the way they are. They have their beliefs, yeah, and they feel the way that they do. And I go to cough and sneeze, and I'm being looked at like I, like, like I just robbed somebody in the store. Yeah, right,
0: 100%. And it's scary that we live in a time that I can know someone's political identification by whether they wear a mask or not. Like yeah, that. Yeah. And that's sad to me.
1: That it's really also is. sad to me that you can't that. post your yes. opinion about these things like on Facebook no without way. there being a fucking <laughs> debate in the comments. You but know? also,
0: my kicker to that is why... And I will argue this to the point of die. Bumper stickers, flags, flags in your yard, uh, signs at front of, in front of the school. You get vandalized now, right? But what I'm saying is, what's the like? I will never understand the point. I guess there's psychology behind it. Yeah, but my thing is, keep that support to your fucking self. I, you know, like, I, and and you know, whatever it is, it is. Um, Shout out to
1: Nara. Nara's calling me right now. Sorry, hey, I'm not answering. Love you, Nara. I love
0: you, bro. <laughs> um, so, anyways, guys. Caleb, I want to thank you for coming on today and it telling your incredible blast. story. That was a lot of fun. Um, we went all over the place. but We I covered, we covered a lot. Um, we covered a lot. Yeah. You you know when you meet someone in life that's going to do amazing things, and I feel that energy with you. I really do, I appreciate man. that, man. Um, I, I, was, I wasn't joking before, but you have two big fans in Pete and I. Yeah, sure. And uh, we support the hell out of you. We yeah, know okay, big man. things are coming. I appreciate coming. that. Keep doing what you're doing. You're an amazing, I'll, I'm not going to say kid. You're an amazing adult, a man, yeah. and uh, keep growing. So... Thank you guys for that, that roller coaster of an uh, episode. I hope you enjoyed uh, watching and listening. If you have not hit that subscribe button, please do share with your friends and family. It means the world to us. Uh, yeah. We will see you guys next week. This is Caleb Dent.
2: Show, show this to your mom, your father, <laughs> your grandmother, your grandfather. Clickbait, doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, cry with me.